Saiyan, nah Curry got the hair like a Super Saiyan, y'all Uh, you the main, nah Fuckin' lookin' fatter than the Buddha man, y'all Uh, break it down, uh I'm a case fly like I'm drinkin' Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast I'm your host, as always I'm your host, as always Dylan Sanders, you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Sanders. <laughs> Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. How you doing today, Brandon? I'm so bored. It's I'm um, just, I'm just so bored. Bored just... out of my mind. You know, like uh, Tiger King, right? <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Why? It seems it seems like the least interesting thing ever. I watched one episode because I was at Monique's house, and they were watching it, and it was easily the least interested I've ever been in any show, movie, any sort of media. Never cared less about it. That's that's fair. I didn't like the first episode. I was I, I watched it, and then I was like, I didn't. I don't really get the hype. And then I forced myself to watch the other ones, and then I got it. Nah. <laughs> other than that, I've been watching a lot of Ozark. I don't watch that either. Very good. What do you? What do you watch? Do nothing. <laughs> you just play two K. Oh yeah, I play two K. I work on the draft class. When is that going to be done? Well, hopefully soon. But I'm doing it myself, so. <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> oh yeah, that'd probably be very helpful. I I mean I figure I I agreed to help and you just never said anything so I fi- I figured it was because I've spoken just... in the group chat about it and no one has ever responded. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> it's just me going in the group chat like, hey, if you guys are gonna do this, like, here's how to do it, and just no one ever responds. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep doing it myself. I'm uh. Oh yeah, this this weekend uh, on Friday we're gonna be I'm gonna be, well, we, me and you are gonna be hosting a, a, a seven round mock draft with thirty two people. I'm about to have to kick some people though and find find new people. <laughs> Why? Since so they haven't responded or joined. Okay. Um, how many people do we have? What team am I? Am I the Ravens? You're the Ravens, yeah. Okay. Well, I was the Titans. I got confused a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, cool. We got some. We got some cool people. Uh, that should be fun. Um, so we're gonna be streaming that. So beware, beware, <laughs> be ready uh, on Friday. No, beware. It should be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a seven-round mock draft with trades, completely v- virtual, like the real draft. Rip. Do you like Rip the, you the like real that, draft? You, you like you like that. Segway Sanders, seg- back at Segway it again. Sanders back at it again. It's so one of the only things good we, this time. Yeah, <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> and then I, ruin, I always ruin it by 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 pointing it out, but I have to. <laughs> I have to point it out. It's part of the. It's part of the joke now. Um, but yeah. So the uh, today the NFL officially announced that it's going to be a completely virtual draft, which I mean we all assumed, but they're officially announcing it, and the Saints are doing it from a bar, which is awesome. A brewery. A brew, brew, brew. They have a lot. Dude, I just want... <laughs> I want Sean Payton to come on the stream, like, mm-hmm. completely shit-faced mm-hmm. and make a pick. Who, 
Who are you picking? Fuck you, Goodell. <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> he's been ta- he's been taken for for a long no. time. Joe, I want no. I want Joe Burrow. I'll get naked on the live stream right now. <laughs> I will get Corona again and give it to everybody. I will go, Don't play with I, me. I still have Corona. <laughs> Sean, there's 30 people there. Exactly. <laughs> I will. I will spit in the keg. I don't care. Uh, oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I spit in Gilpin's in the mouth. <laughs> oh my God. This is what happens when there's no sports for three weeks. We just lose it. <laughs> um. There's nothing to do. I've been if playing a lot of Persona on top, 5. I send it back. I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've been going to work a lot. Not a lot. A couple of, a couple times. Um, Twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So we have six people on staff, and they give us 59 hours, and the boss has to have 40 hours of those. That's fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, makes a lot of sense. Good thing we're essential, right? Yeah. Uh, whole line is also essential. Yeah. But, yeah, that's how I've been spending my time. Persona, Animal Crossing, Netflix. That's about it. Not yeah, sleeping. I, I checked I've my... I've been on the 2K and on the med, and that's it. That's my day. Have you checked your screen time recently? Yeah, mine... This my my average last week was thirteen and a half hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> y- yes, so, yesterday, so yesterday was thirteen hours and seven minutes. Um, let's see what today is so far. Yikes! Today is seven hours already. Already, because my thing is like I was up till like four on my phone, so it's like that's already four hours, and then I've been up for another four now, so it's like, yeah, dude, it's bad. It's 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 mostly texting, texting and Twitter. It's an hour forty minutes of texting today and forty two minutes of Twitter today, and then thirty eight of Discord, twenty one of Reddit, nine nine just on whole nine sports apparently. Uh, yesterday I had, let's see, yesterday I had 12 hours and 38 minutes, because I was at work. Um, I had Netflix for three hours, Discord for two hour, two and a half hours, Twitter for two hours, Snapchat for an hour, texting for 40 minutes, Hulu for 27 minutes, that's how long it takes to watch one episode of Dave, which is way better than it has any right to be, because I don't like Little Dickie's music. The show's really good. I've been on Snapchat for one minute this week. I got on my bank app for 42 seconds. Oh, you want to know how long (laughs) I was on Slack yesterday? Yeah. 40 seconds. Thanks. You really just opened it, read the notification, (laughs) didn't even finish reading it, because I think think that's not enough time. I was on Instagram for eight seconds. The stock market's so bad. I've been on I've been on Robinhood for 16 seconds last week. 
oh I, I open it, look at how horrible I am, and then I'm like, all right. Last yeah. week's average. Yahoo yeah. Finance. One second. Oh, yeah. I, I was on Twitter for 15 hours last week. I gotta see that, because... Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's... I live on that shit, so... Let's see. Last week... I was on... Uh, let's see. Last week, I was on Twitter for 26 hours. Yikes. Twitter for 26 hours, texting for 20 hours. I was... You know, this is a first. I was on ESPN for 26 seconds. Last week. <laughs> You want to know something wild? What? Last week, my 26%, uh, my 13 hours, 52 minutes, was 26% down from the week before that. Because the week before that, I think I only went to sleep three nights. And I was just like, I was like drinking bang and just like staying up all night. So I was on for 18 hours a night or a day. My leap. Yeah, my lease was 17 hours. So I was, like, right with the average. So I just, like, was not sleeping. And the few days I did sleep, it was, like... I slept on the car ride upstate for three hours, and that was the only slip, that was the only sleep I got for, like, two days. And then on the car ride back, I slept for three hours, and I only slept... And that was my only sleep for two days, so... It's not. I'm. I'm living a really healthy lifestyle here. Yeah, it's bad, dude. It's. Um. I'm like having cinnamon toast crunch every morning, having pizza a few days a week. It's horrible. Finally got back into working out yesterday, though. We should probably talk about football. Maybe. <laughs> what is there to talk about? Um, all decade team. That's it. Okay. So yeah, what I'm gonna do now? I'm gonna cut now. We're gonna go into the interview we did with uh, Carson Newman university defensive back uh, carson newman <laughs> carson yeah we just did it with just like carson the, the, pa- the pause you took was just like uh with carson newman university uh <laughs> defensive back darius williams uh and so yeah we had a fun fun little interview with him uh so we're gonna go go over to that now and then we come back we're gonna talk about the all decade team but of course we do no cuts so Darius Jones has just been on hold, so now we're just going to go and talk to him. <laughs> All right. See you after the interview. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Night Sports Podcast. Um, this will be in the middle of this episode, so we've already done our, done our intro. Um, so joining us right now is going to be uh, former Carson Newman defensive back, Darius Williams. You can find him on Twitter at Darius7Williams. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, cool. Um, awesome, awesome. Uh, so I want to get started because I just saw something interesting. Um, so I assume you grew up as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Correct. So what was it like having Mike Alstott as a high school coach? Uh, it was a really good experience learning from him and uh, getting different experiences that he learned in the NFL and him passing it on to us. As high school athletes, it was a real good experience. And then uh, just uh, getting the Bucks feel from him and uh, always being a Bucks fan growing up, it was a, a real good time uh, having him as a head coach. Yeah, I, I think that had to be interesting. Like, yeah, you get the experience, but you also get, like, a little bit of fun of just having a player you grew up watching. Yeah, sure. Um, 
Yeah, it was uh, it was real cool learning from uh, Mike Allstein at the time uh, that I first got to know him. He was a celebrity, and I was just like a fan pretty much because Mike Allstein, the A-Train, very well known in St. Petersburg, Tampa area. To be honest, well known across the country because everybody knows who Mike Allstein is. Yeah. But uh, now he's just like he's a, a mentor, like a best friend to me. So I, we got real close, and uh, he's a real good mentor to me. And Brandon, you want to go over the next one? Yeah. Um, so you've moved around from outside corner to nickel to safety. What's it mean to you to be a versatile piece in the secondary? Uh, I feel like it's uh, very important to me because I feel like uh, as a defensive player, uh, a defensive coordinator could use me in any way possible that he feels like he can maximize his defense in. Playing either, like you said, either if it's corner, nickel, or safety, just playing anywhere on the defense and uh, playing at a high level is very important to me. Yeah, and uh, so you actually got to go home and play uh, in St. Petersburg at the East-West Shrine Bowl. Uh, what was that like? Uh, just getting the, the invitation and uh, being around those guys and being able to interview with uh, all the teams that I got to interview with. It was a, a real good experience. Just uh, The invite was a dream of mine, and uh, – just being there and uh, being at uh, practice and being around the guys and uh, being around the team, having them get to know me a little bit better was a, a good experience for me. Yeah, uh, I, I bet I bet you had to have a bunch of family there too, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of my family uh, came and it was uh, it was good for them to uh, for my whole family to be around me and uh, see me. And. Uh... Who would you say in college was the toughest person to go against, whether it's covering them, just doing anything against them? Uh, that's that's easy. Uh, the best receiver uh, uh, I went against, I feel like personally, is uh, Craig Rucker from uh, Mars Hill. I feel like he's a, a very versatile receiver, and he has a, he's, he has good, he's real good speed, and he's real quick, too, off his routes, and has good routes. So I feel like he would be the be- uh, best uh, receiver that I went against in my career. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, coming from a, a smaller school like Carson Newman, uh, how much does that motivate you to get, like, the bigger recognition in the grand scheme of things? Uh, I feel like it's very important because I feel like uh, it gives motivation to other young athletes as they uh, go through their journey just to say that uh, it doesn't matter where school you go to. As long as you go to that school and uh, you perform well, I feel like uh, the scouts definitely are uh, – if you're good enough, they'll find you anywhere. So that's a, a testimony just to uh, pass that along, that uh, as long as you go to the school and do what you got to do and uh, show out wherever you go, it doesn't matter where, which school you go to. It's a matter of uh, what you do at the school. And and uh, what would you say is your favorite on-field, or what was your favorite on-field moment at Carson Newman? Uh, that would definitely be my sophomore year against Tusculum uh, University. That's our big rival. And it was, uh, I think we were up like 21-7. Uh, and and, uh, It was in like the third or fourth quarter. And uh, I got a pick six for uh, 50 yards. And it uh, kind of sealed the game. And our entire team was just excited. It was just a good moment uh, on the sideline, coming back to the sideline and uh, celebrating with my team. It was just a, a very good moment.
Dylan. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I just saw. Um, what would you say separates you from other defenders in the 2020 NFL draft class? Definitely the versatility that I can bring to the table. Uh, I feel because I'm not limited to one position. I can play any position all on the field. So I feel like uh, that uh, separates me from most uh, defensive backs. Just the uh, the versatility that uh, a defensive coordinator has the confidence in me to uh, play uh, any position that he feels like I, I can play and maximize the, the potential of the defense. Awesome. And uh, do you have any post-football? Obviously, hopefully it's in the very distant future. But uh, do you have any post-football plans at the moment or you're not really thinking about that? Uh, yeah, after uh, football, I would like to uh, be a college football coach and uh, work my way up to be a university athletic director. Second straight guest that we've had want to be an AD. <laughs> um, and do you have a favorite Mike Turner story at all that you can tell? <laughs> favorite Mike <laughs> Turner story? Oh, man, let me think about that one. Um... Uh... I wouldn't say it's a story, but uh, just every time I'm just me and him are real close. So every time I just get a chance to go to his office, or when I when I had a chance to go to his office, it was just a good talk, and uh, just uh, him uh, giving giving me his knowledge and everything that he knows, and uh, sitting down with him and figuring out what uh, the team could do to get better. It was just uh, real good to uh, learn from him and. Uh, Get learn knowledge and get everything I know from him. He was with the program for like forty years, right? As like a player, assistant coach, head coach, right? Yeah, he's been in Carson Newman for I don't I don't know how long, twice as long as I've been born, probably. And it's uh, he's definitely been in Carson Newman for a long time. He uh, played college football. I'm not I'm not hundred percent if it was at Carson Newman, but I know he's been at Carson Newman for uh, like you said, probably forty plus years. Uh, yeah, and so the last question that we have is something that we like to ask everybody. Um, do you have? Do you, have you heard of my calls, my cleats? My yes, I have. Yes, I have. If you well, you might be doing it in a, in a couple months, hopefully. Uh, but mm-hmm. what what would you choose as your as your calls for your cleats? Um, I would probably say the uh, the less fortunate in our uh, South Saint Petersburg, just. Uh, where I've grown up, a lot of uh, kids don't have the necessities uh, to even get food or even have uh, a chance to work out or get what they need to do to do what they want to do. So I feel like that would probably be uh, my number one option right now is uh, my cause my for my cleats in uh, South St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah, awesome. So uh, what's your what's your plan for for here now until the draft? Uh, I'm just uh, training right now. Uh, gonna uh, do my last progression video this, sometime this weekend. I probably post uh, a version of it on Instagram or Twitter so everyone uh, can see. And then there'll be another uh, version that'll be just for the NFL team. And then from here on, just training and uh, getting ready for the draft and uh, waiting to see where I'll go. Yeah, what's what's the one like? Since you don't have like a video, yeah. What, what's the what's the your favorite benchmark that you've hit in like one of the tests? Uh, definitely my bench. My uh best press was an eighteen rep, and I was uh, pretty proud of that. That's not not bad at all for a, for a defensive back. 
Yeah, I could get I could get the point five. Point five reps. <laughs> J- just the down part. That's all I can get. Well, the, the well, each rep is like twice your size, Brandon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, have a great rest of the day. Stay stay healthy. Oh, Wash yes, your hands. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. You guys too. Man. Yeah. Just about to say that uh, you guys be safe too and be healthy. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. Have a great day. You too. All right, and now we're back from the interview with Darius Williams. Uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, we had fun, and uh, yeah, so now we're going to talk about the All Decade Team because that's all that has, that there's been to talk about. Have you looked up the the actual All Decade Team yet, Brandon? Yes, I have now seen it. All right, no, I gotta find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just on NFL.com. <laughs> I don't feel like going there. I, sent- I will say. I don't know how Drew Brees isn't on it. I know, right? All right. So I, don't, start... I don't know how Tim Tebow isn't on it as the flex. <laughs> the flex. All right. I don't know how Taysom Hill isn't there as the flex. Because uh, the... Tebow has more passing touchdowns than him. We'll start. 17 more to be exact. We'll start at the quarterbacks. And uh, <laughs> so it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Where's Eli? Where? Where is? I'd rather Russell Wilson Eli, get in over Aaron Rodgers. Eli has more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers. This decade. This, this decade. <laughs> um, I'd rather Breeze or Russell Wilson get in over Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't have been upset if it was Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. I just think Drew Brees should be in there over. Over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean it's also weird. It's like. I don't know what their thought process was behind this voting. I don't know why Antonio Brown's on the list. <clears throat> I figured they would just cut time, cut ties with him. Yeah, that's what I would think too. But at the same time, like you can't have this list and not put the guy who's been like dominant the entire decade. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll give it. To it's you. like I feel like if they did that, then people would just like be able to make the claim that this is just like a politicized list. Yeah. Because, I mean, Antonio Brown, he started in 2010, so at the top of the decade, and he's got 11,000 yards, 75 touchdowns. It's it's a lot. Uh, 841 catches. Four with the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, so, yeah. Talking about the wide receivers, it was Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, and Julio. I don't have a problem with that list. I have a problem with the flex here. The flex? Oh, yeah. The flex was uh, Darren Sproles. Yeah. Running backs were Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, and Adrian Peterson. Uh, Adrian Peterson was the only unanimous running back. There were no unanimous receivers. Larry Fitz wasn't unanimous. Like, Calvin, I can kind of get, because he only played, like, half the decade. So I can I can kind of get that, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured... Yeah. Joe Thomas, Marshall Yonda, Adrian Peterson, unanimous. That's, I mean, that's fair. I figured Marshawn Lynch would be unanimous. <laughs> Joe be. Hayden making his case on Twitter right now after not making the NFL All-Decade team. Who Who is? Joe Hayden. Uh, Joe Hayden. 
put Joe Hayden unanimous. Unanimous. Um, and oh, then he posted. He posted. <laughs> he posted Chris Harris's stats, Patrick Peterson's stats, Richard Sherman's stats, Darrell Rivas' stats, and then his stats. And he said, "I'm on my all-decade team." That's funny. Because those are the four that made it over him. Mm-hmm. And he has the second most picks behind only Richard Sherman. Wow. He has like a huge lead for passes deflected. He's got 137 passes deflected, and second is Richard Sherman with 114. Yikes. Revis is like. It's kind of weird because. He was like not good the pa- the final like three years of his career. Yeah, and it's like that was his career ended in twenty seventeen. So it's like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. He wasn't good, but he was great two thousand seven to two thousand fourteen. Yeah, but I mean, if someone's dominant for four years or five years, because you're counting twenty ten. I don't know, dominant for half of the decade? I mean, Calvin I'm not saying... I mean, Calvin Johnson saying Joe was there. Hayden. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Joe Hayden should be in it over Revis. I'm just saying I don't know if Revis should be in it. Yeah. I would put Revis there. Revis was really, really good. <laughs> Tal- no, talent-wise, I don't have a problem with it. I just mean, like, longevity-wise. Like, like, he was at the top of his game for the early part of the decade, and in the middle of the decade was the very bad end of his career. Okay, how was Gronk not a unanimous tight end selection? Who who were the tight ends? Gronk, Gronk and, and Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, that, I feel like those both should be unanimous. <laughs> who else? Who would you put over them? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kelsey might not have gotten him because I don't know he's been in the league since twenty thirteen. Gronk and Kelsey should have been the unanimous decade. Yeah, that that one's easy. Antonio Gates, maybe? Tell me some asshole put Kittle. I'll fist fight someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not out here fighting for Michael Thomas to be in the wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, it's only been a couple years. Uh, G- Gates, I could see. Especially because, like, yeah. he was, like, uh, like, Revis, like, 2010 to 2014, he was pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, you could have told Tony me Antonio Gonz- Gates retired ten years ago, and I'd believe you. <laughs> like Tony Gonzalez wasn't around for the, the huge majority of this decade, so it wasn't him. I feel like it had to be Gates. Jimmy Graham? No, he had two good years. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, his whole career is twenty ten to twenty nineteen. Yeah, I know he was good for. Four years. His second year in Seattle, he was good. Yeah. And his third year, he had a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, he had the I most touchdowns in the NFL, right? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah um, Maybe Jimmy Graham, but I don't think about him very much anymore. <laughs> Me and my homies hate Jimmy Graham. <laughs> uh, so tackles was Jason Peters, Tyron Smith, Joe Staley, Joe Thomas. No problems there. Jari Evans, Logan Mankins, Zach Martin, and Marshall Yonda are the guards. Yeah, no complaints there. Yeah. Um, 
Alex Mack and Marquise Ponce were the centers. Again, I'm fine with that. Um, the the offensive line list. They they got the offensive line good, yeah. I I still don't understand the flex. I'm fine with it being Darren Swills. Who would you put over there? I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there's got to be someone better that you could throw there. AJ Green or Des Bryant, like. I I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't count them as a flex. I well I mean I think that's f- what you mean by flex. If, like, I think if the flex, the flex is, like, is like someone who plays both running back and wide receiver. Do they specify it here? Because of course not. No. Um. Uh, they do have flex as someone who fills multiple offensive roles. Yeah. Okay, then I'm fine. Where's Percy Harvin? <laughs> Um, defensive ends, Calais Campbell, Cameron Jordan, thank God he got the recognition he deserves, <laughs> Julius Peppers, and J.J. Watt. If Cameron Jordan didn't make this list, I would have been more upset about it than Drew Brees not making it. <laughs> J.J. is the unanimous at the end. Uh, defensive tackles, Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, Nadamak, and Sue. Aaron Donald was obviously unanimous. Yeah, they they got the trenches right on both sides. <laughs> um, inside linebacker Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, and Patrick Willis. Um, again, when did no- Patrick Willis stopped playing. Wasn't it like really early? Twenty fourteen. Were his last four good four years really good? Yeah, uh, all of his years were really good. <laughs> this is very fair. I mean, except twenty fourteen because he got hurt. But yeah. Um, he made the Pro Bowl every year except for 2014, I think. Yeah, he was just a freak. He was very, very good. (laughs) Um, I wish he would have gotten a ring. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, Outside linebacker Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack, and Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Chandler Jones 100% deserved it, so I'm glad that he got there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because he averages like he a averages million like sacks, a year. sacks a year or something like that. Yeah, so it's like that's insane. Like good for him. Yeah. Um, does he actually? Is it actually twelve exactly? He has ninety six sacks. Yeah. He he averages exactly twelve sacks a year, which is insane. That's good. Good for him. <laughs> um, he's very very that's good. Right. Did you see he's that? only getting better. Yeah, it's possible that he, like, if he keeps up at least, like, the 12 sack a year clip, he could actually, like, challenge for the pass re- for the sack record career. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, 100 shy now, which is, like, that sounds like a ton, but it's, like, if he had 19 this year, 13 the last, 17 the year before, and teams are just throwing the ball more. It could happen. Yeah, he could he could get it, um, and the seventeenth game. Oh yeah, well now are all records going to come with an asterisk? Asterisk? No. That's records don't come with an asterisk from the twelve game to sixteen game season, so yeah, it's not going to happen now. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's just going to be like people are going to make the argument of the error change, which which they're going to make anyway. Um, cornerbacks: Pat, Pete, Darrell, Revis, Richard Sherman. We already Chris talked Harris about Jr. We already, oh yeah, and Chris Harris. Uh, and then uh, safeties, 
Eric Berry, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle, and Tyron Matthew. I'm surprised, but very happy with. I'm so happy that Eric Berry's in here. Mm-hmm. Eric Berry is easily, like, favorite safety ever. I don't know why I love him so much. And Probably I'm not totally... I'm not... No, I, it, since his rookie year, I've just loved him. I don't know why. I mean, No idea. I like no Eric idea Berry. why. Yeah. I'm very happy with it, too. I don't think he deserves it, though. Like, I love him, but I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he does. He was very, very good. His second year, he played one game. His final two years, he played a combined three games. 2014, he played six games. He made the he made the Pro Bowl half the decade. Yeah. Those were the years that he was actually healthy enough to play. <laughs> yeah, but he was very good. <laughs> like he had, very he had good another four year. years where he combined for ten but games. he was very, very good that year. Yeah, but he had four years where he combined for ten games. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm, like, I'm I, th- I think you can make the same argument for like Cam making it. Chancellor, obviously. Yeah. Because like Cam was a monster. I think yeah. I think yeah. It's it's interesting that none of the cornerbacks were, were unanimous. Yeah, I mean, Sherman is the one that I think would be if any of them. Sherman and Pat Pete, I feel like, are pretty up there. I feel like people wouldn't want to put Pat Pete because the PED tests. Yeah, that's like fair. that's why I wouldn't. That's why I'm not surprised he's not unanimous. Like I know that he's obviously great and everybody loves him, but it's like the PED test kind of like I'm sure at least one voter for this looked at like character and they were just like, oh, that's a no for me. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Lamar Jackson didn't make the all the all decade running backs <laughs> list. Flex, flex! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, now here's where I am the most tilted. The all-decade team punters are Johnny Hacker and Shane Leckler. Thomas, Thomas Morstead's not there. Thomas Morstead should be there. He gets overlooked because we barely punt, but whenever we do, he's consistently one of one of, if not the best in the league. People need to put some respect on his name. Do you have anything? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Do you I'm, disagree? I'm I, agree? No, no, I, I'm. I love Thomas More said, so I'm good with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, good with you being upset about that because <laughs> I feel like I should be. Brett Kern should be there just for ending the ending the uh, the Patriots dynasty. Brett Kern should be there because he's amazing. I mean, that's him. And he went to Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Toledo. <laughs> they need a Toledo. They need a Toledo represent, representative. Uh, representative. The kickers, Stephen Guskowski and Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker was unanimous, rightfully so. To- yeah, totally understandable. That's fair. He is a monster. You know it's bad when like he misses any kick and Twitter just loses their mind. It's like, yeah, no, he's really good if that happens. Yeah. He's so clutch. He's so, he, I have a Justin Tucker he sings jersey. He's opera. On, yeah. I have a Justin Tucker jersey on uh, on Animal Crossing. Why? I don't know, because I saw it, and I was like, you know what? I like Justin Tucker. I also have a Breeze jersey and a Andre Johnson jersey. Andre Johnson, one of my favorite wide receivers of all time. Favorite NFL players of all time. Easy. I don't know why. I just, just love him. Um... And then the pun returners are Tyreek Hill and Darren Sproles. Fine with it. 
Yeah, I'm fine. Darren's rules makes the list twice. Only player to do so. Uh, kick returners Devin Hester and Corderell Patterson. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Devin Hester's obviously going to be there. He's. I'm surprised he wasn't unanimous because I don't know who else I'd put above him. I mean, I think he's only. I, he's probably not unanimous just because like four of his best years were before not in the this decade. decade. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cordero, I get, because he's a three-time All-Pro returner, so it's like, yeah, he I, he could have been no, not flex. Never mind. I was like, oh yeah, he's versatile, but then it's like he's obviously not better than Darren Sproles. So. Um, Cordero right. has seven kick return touchdowns in his career. That's a good so, bit. Yeah. You know who's gonna also, be on that? Ha- you know who's gonna be on the All Twenties list? Who? Michael Thomas. And that's it. <laughs> just, is, it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be him. How is Andy Lee not on the punting list? I don't know. Like I don't, I don't like know. that. Devonte Harris is gonna. Uh, Devonte Harris should be here. I, I just saw Devonte Harris's name, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it popped up. Oh well, you know what you might like. What? This decade, Matthew Bosher has had his punt blocked nine times. <laughs> <laughs> that is tied for the most with Mike Skiffries from San Diego when they were San Diego. And <laughs> and second, second place is five punt blocks. So they've had their punts blocked four times more than the next place. Everyone be sure to watch... The 2006 return to the dome game. Well, I mean, this will probably be up on Tuesday, so hopefully you watched it. Um, I just I know that's what I'm watching tonight. Um, do you see that uh, the Falcons are putting on their own game? Fuck the Falcons, dude. Honestly, that's the <laughs> truest thing you've ever said. No, I didn't see that, but that's because uh, I don't care what the Falcons do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Saints, uh, the Saints, like 2006 Return of the Dome games getting played tonight. So the Falcons are putting on their 1998 NFC Championship game. They're having a watch party on AtlantaFalcons.com. Yikes. Why didn't they choose their other Super Bowl? <laughs> their Super Bowl. <laughs> do, they have a, uh, do they have like a chat there? Because I can only imagine the 28 three comments that are going to be there. Oh my god. Oh man. Rewatching the 2016 NFC Championship right now. Smiley face. Yikes. Nope, I'm good. All the comments are about they want their new jerseys. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're going to look bad. Because the Falcons cannot be trusted to do anything. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, thanks for listening. Um, and, yeah, have a good day. Uh, and we'll see you later this week. Bye.